0: Hello, and welcome to the Daily Catholic Catechism Podcast. My name is Dan, and it's a pleasure to have you here. It is August 26th, and we will be reading paragraphs 1858 through 1865. And we're in this section on sin. We'll talk mostly about the gravity of sin, and just start with the proliferation of sin today. We begin, of course, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Grave matter is specified by the Ten Commandments, corresponding to the answer of Jesus to the rich young man. Do not kill, do not commit adultery, do not steal, do not bear false witness, do not defraud. Honor your father and your mother. The gravity of sins is more or less great. Murder is graver than theft. One must also take into account who is wronged. Violence against parents is in itself graver and violence against a stranger. Mortal sin requires full knowledge and complete consent. It presupposes knowledge of the sinful character of the act, of its opposition to God's law. It also implies a consent sufficiently deliberate to be a personal choice. Feigned ignorance and hardness of heart do not diminish, but rather increase the voluntary character of a sin. Unintentional ignorance can diminish or even remove the imputability of a grave offense, but no one is deemed to be ignorant of the principles of the moral law, which are written in the conscience of every man. The promptings of of feelings and passions can also diminish the voluntary and free character of the offense, as can external pressures or pathological disorders. Sin committed through malice, by deliberate choice of evil, is the gravest." Mortal sin is a radical possibility of human freedom, as is love itself. It results in the loss of charity and the privation of sanctifying grace, that is, of the state of grace. If it is not redeemed by repentance and God's forgiveness, it causes exclusion from Christ's kingdom and the eternal death of hell. For our freedom has the power to make choices forever, with no turning back. However, Although we can judge that an act is in itself a grave offense, we must entrust judgment of persons to the justice and mercy of God. One commits venial sin when, in a less serious matter, he does not observe the standard prescribed by the moral law, or when he disobeys the moral law in a grave matter, but without full knowledge or without complete consent. Venial sin weakens charity. It manifests a disordered affection, for created goods. It impedes the soul's progress in the exercise of the virtues and the practice of the moral good. It merits temporal punishment. Deliberate and unrepented venial sin disposes us little by little to commit mortal sin. However, venial sin does not break the covenant with God. With God's grace, it is humanly repairable. Venial sin does not deprive the sinner of sanctifying grace friendship with God, charity, and consequently eternal happiness. While he is in the flesh, man cannot help but have at least some slight sins. But do not despise these sins which we call light. If you take them for light when you weigh them, tremble when you count them. A number of light objects makes a great mass. A number of drops fills a river. A number of grains makes a heap. What then is our hope? Above all, confession. Therefore I tell you, every sin and blasphemy will be forgiven men, but the blasphemy against the Spirit will not be forgiven. There are no limits to the mercy of God, but anyone who deliberately refuses to accept His mercy by repenting rejects the forgiveness of his sins and the salvation offered by the Holy Spirit. Such hardness of heart can lead to final impenitence and eternal loss. Roman numeral five, the proliferation of sin. Sin creates a proclivity to sin. It engenders vice by repetition of the same acts. This results in perverse inclinations, which cloud conscience and corrupt the concrete judgment of good and evil. Thus sin tends to reproduce itself and reinforce itself but it cannot destroy the moral sense at its root. Thus ends our reading today from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. The website is dailycatholiccatechism.com and you can email me at dailycatholiccatechism at gmail.com. God bless you all and may these teachings handed down by the Apostles of Christ strengthen your faith and lead you to everlasting life. Amen.